You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. This is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie with the Master Key. Another Saturday at uh, being with you. Uh, We're broadcasting from uh, uh, the Orlando area, Mount Dora, uh, Florida. Uh, We're in the midst of a property training at the present time. My wife, Dr. Kathy, is um, sharing (laughs) on the prophetic, prophetic praise at this present time. And so uh, we're here to be with you uh, on this broadcast and uh, excited about it today. See what the Lord God has to say to you and what God wants to do uh, with you today. Let me give you a few uh, uh, announcements real quick here. Uh, uh, Our schedule, the Master Key Unlocking Liberating the Real You is on Mondays, uh, uh, Monday, uh, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Monday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. to 9. On uh, Fridays at 1 p.m., that's uh, the Master Key Unlocking and Liberating the Real You. Uh, On uh, Wednesdays, uh, Kath and myself, we come together and uh, we share with you the Order of Kingdom Relationships. That's the name of that program. We're dealing with marriages, dealing with uh, family, dealing with parenting, anything in that particular area. Uh, uh, men, women, marriage, single, uh, but anything in that particular area, that's on Wednesday uh, evening at uh, 1 p.m. So you get Kathy and myself. On Thursday, you have Kathy Kingdom Women Living for the King. That's every Thursday at 1 p.m. and sharing the relationship of uh, of, uh, women, womanhood, uh, uh, single ladies, married ladies, what your role is. So uh, she deal with things from that particular perspective. And um, powerful, though, uh, real powerful things I've been hearing that the Lord's been given unto her. And I know she looked forward to uh, uh, um, uh, having some guest speakers on that she's already lining up uh, to come on and, and to share with you all the heart of the mind of the Father. Well, today is Saturday, releasing the supernatural. Uh, we're dealing with the supernatural uh, we've been leading this uh, congregation here in uh, uh, Central Florida, here in Mondora. We've been leading them into the areas of the, the prophetic, and uh, uh, they're doing very well, very well. Uh, they're surprising themselves uh, to see just how well that they are doing. Uh, God is really uh, using them. They just came back um, uh, um, maybe about an hour ago. Uh, from doing supernatural evangelism and uh, did a phenomenal job. Uh, and it's, <laughs> what I love about it, when God can reveal things to you and you articulate the heart and the mind of the Father and, uh, and, and see it work, see it demonstrated, it blows their minds because the average person don't know nor believe that God can use them. It is God's will for him to use all of us. And think about it. We are born again. We are born again of the spirit of God. So that means then you and I are born again supernaturally. If we're born again supernaturally, then it's God's will that you and I live supernaturally every day. So, uh, but we're having a great time here. Uh, Let me give you this next announcement here. I'm looking forward to next week, ladies and gentlemen. Encountering the supernatural, you're going to be having two powerful men of God that flows in the supernatural. Uh, God used them mightily in science, wonders, and notable miracles. God used both of these men in the prophetic. Uh, 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 Bishop Demetrius Senegal uh, was a young prophet that God used uh, uh, powerfully uh, in word of knowledge, uh, as well as the uh, science, wonders, and, mir- and notable miracles. Pastor Howard Brigham. Uh, it's a man of God that God used prophetically 
I don't I haven't heard him prophesy over people's lives and it's just powerful. And I've seen him lay hands on people powerfully, but he is a revivalist. If you know anyone that is sick, listen, listen. If you know anyone that is sick, challenge in their bodies. You need to get them out to these meetings. That the supernatural power of God, grace of God, the zone these men of God will be released in the atmosphere and it will be released in your body. And we believe what the enemy meant for evil, God's going to shift it. And I sometimes God allow things to happen for you and I didn't encounter him anyway. So if you, you know anybody that's challenging anybody, anybody that's sick, get them out to these meetings so they can experience um, the manifestation of our Lord, Savior, Master, and King, Christ Jesus, the Son of the living God. That's November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Now listen to me. Now uh, uh, on Saturday, the meeting is going to be at 4 p.m. And uh, those that desire personal prophecy, those that desire personal prophecy, you must go to the website and you must uh, register. Now, we do have, we did have some people that registered that I see uh, uh, um, in our email. Now, I need to do something. I need to apologize to you because we, don't, we didn't put phone number in there so the prophetic voices could call you and give you your word. They will call you and give you word. We are not giving words uh, over the uh, uh, airwaves because that word is for you. It's a personal prophecy for you. It is not for everyone else. It is for you. Now, we may uh, eventually do, some, uh, do something like that uh, uh, later on so for our audience to be able to uh, experience uh, how the supernatural flow, how the word of knowledge go forth, the, how prophecy go forth, word of wisdom go forth, forth or even discerning of spirits uh, will be made manifest uh, as we minister to you. So, uh, but we didn't have a phone number. I didn't realize that until now. So I called the, uh, the gentleman. I don't know if it's corrected yet. Uh, you can go back online, but he was supposed to be going back on it and try to add that on there. And so those of you that has already uh, registered for personal prophecy uh, uh, for today, uh, you, um, uh, we, we have to get a phone number. Uh, but, um, but next week, Saturday, Everyone will receive person prophet that has gone online and, and registered. So I want to apologize. We are a ministry of excellence, and I want to apologize for that uh, mishap. And I want to apologize also for yesterday. Uh, we're in a uh, training here. There was a message that was uh, scheduled uh, to be broadcast at 1 uh, p.m. on yesterday, and it was not. And I went on uh, after uh, we said the people wait for lunch and noticed that it wasn't on, so I went and started at 1.30. So we want to apologize for that. And all of that will uh, uh, be straightened out, and we will never experience that again. We are a ministry of excellence, and we are here to represent the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. It has absolutely nothing to do with any man, woman, boy, and girl, but everything to do with the Lord, our master, our king. So... Uh, Accept our apologies for that, if you will, and we really appreciate it because we are here to be a blessing to you and to represent our Lord and our Master, our King. Now, those that desire to call in with any kind of questions today, uh, you can call in using our 1-800 number, which is uh, 877-537-3321, uh, 877-537-3321. And because I'm away, I'm using my iPad, I'm not able to chat with you. Uh, so uh, you will have to call in if you have any questions or you desire prayer about anything. Our regular call-in number uh, is area code 347-237-5493. Area code 347-237-5493. If you desire prayer, uh, and if you desire a prophetic presbytery, you must go to the website and register. Uh, we will not be speaking prophetic over your life over the airwaves. So uh, uh, that's what you desire. Call someone, if you will, and, and uh, come join us uh, on this broadcast today, uh, releasing the supernatural. 
Releasing the Supernatural. Uh, once again, we're here in uh, Mount Dora, Florida. We are doing, uh, this is our last day of the prophetic training, and we are just having a tremendous time uh, seeing the people being activated. And uh, I, I shared something with the pastor here. The last group that we had, uh, they they accelerated fast. They they was activated very quickly uh, uh, there in Miami, and uh, I was shocked to see them get activated so fast on yesterday. Uh, not yesterday on Thursday, and uh, I was kind of meditating on that. But I can see that God is expediting the time. God is doing a quick work, and uh, and I believe it's the preparation of the. Uh, uh, um, the preparation of God. God is preparing the hearts and the minds uh, of the people. People is hungry uh, and people is thirsty to uh, uh, to be able to hear the voice of God and to be able to flow supernaturally. And the reason I believe that is because God is awakening the real you. You, the real you, thirst and hunger uh, for God. Nothing can feel you but God. Because you were made in, and I was made in the image and the likeness of God, so so we can't be filled by anything but God. We only can be satisfied with God. Uh, all of us have tried uh, uh, to satisfy ourselves with things of this realm, and because you are not uh, uh, from this realm, you you are part of this realm. But the real you is from the realm of God. The real you come from God. Uh, your body is a part of this realm, but your soul is a part of this realm and a part of the realm of God. It's a mixture. So it is God's will that he uh, uh, feel you and I with himself. Now, the first half, we, we, we uh, this is prayer. We're dealing with the supernatural, dealing with uh, the prophetic, uh, dealing with intercession, Intercession, prayer, warfare. Uh, I don't believe that you will ever experience a level of major success without understanding spiritual warfare. You've got to understand the entities that has been assigned against you to try to block you and stop you from becoming the man of God, the woman of God that God has ordained, appointed, and anointed you to be. We've got to understand that there's unseen forces that's been assigned to try to block and stop and triple you up, there's unseen forces that, uh, that's been assigned to try to uh, get you to abort purpose. We're doing spiritual warfare. We're in uh, a, a, a place where there's so much opposition that is released against humanity. The Bible says Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I come to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. So, therefore, i got to be able to discern uh, what is happening to me. When you begin to understand spiritual warfare, and Satan hates you, and you and I have Jesus living on the inside of uh, uh, us, his goal is to destroy you. To destroy you is to destroy the Christ in you, because Satan understands how this works greater than the average human being does. And I'm going to tell you what I mean, that uh, uh, no spirit, no spirit have, uh, can do any damage in the earth realm unless a spirit have access to a human being. Only human beings have legal right to the earth. Only human beings. No spirits, not even God himself, who created it because he gave the authority to the human beings who was made in the image and the likeness of God. So the degree that we see God flows in the earth realm and operate in the earth realm will be the degree of men and women that has covenant with God, men and women that is submitted to God. So God can flow in the earth realm, that his glory can fill the earth that the kingdom of God can be advanced in the earth realm because he found some men and women that will submit and yield to him so he can advance himself in the earth. 
It's the same thing satanically and demonically. Satan does the same thing. He looks and finds someone that will come in agreement with him so he can flourish in the earth. By him flourishing, his job is to come to bring destruction. Christ, a God in us through Christ, is here to bring restoration to that which Satan has uh, distorted and destroyed. So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, think, these are these are supernatural beings. One of them is sovereign, and the other one is a created being. Satan is a created being, which used to be Lucifer. God is not a created being, but God is the creator. But yet, these are supernatural beings. So therefore, supernatural beings that desires to influence human beings so they can advance their will in the earth realm. Satan hates God. And Satan hates the men and the women who's made in the image and the likeness of God, which is all of humanity. Now, all of humanity is made in the image and the likeness of God, but all of humanity is not walking in the image and the likeness of God. And because they're uh, 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 is not walking in the image and the likeness of God, is a reason why. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Notice what it says. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Now, one translation said the unbelievers. But Paul here is writing to the church, and, and that is absolutely true, people that is not born again, they are blinded. Because Jesus has already died for their sin. He died for the sin of the world. He didn't die for the church. He didn't die for Christians. He died for all of humanity. So they're, they're blind. But also, he just don't blind the minds of unbelievers. Satan, he blinds the minds of the believer. That the believer will only, and if you're a believer, you're only a believer because you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So somewhere light came that you know you needed a saving. You gave the life to Jesus. But the average Christian, that is as far as they go. That is as far as they go. They only go as far as salvation. But they never move beyond salvation and begin to live and move and walk in the realm of the supernatural, in the realm of the spirit on a daily basis. So therefore, what happens because the average believer is more natural than they are spiritual or carnal than they are spiritual, they cannot see the manipulation of the powers of darkness. They cannot see spirits. And you cannot see spirits with your natural eye. That's why you are born again, and that's why you have to develop. You must develop your spiritual senses, your spiritual eye, your spiritual ears, or your spiritual hearing. If not, then you will constantly be manipulated. You will constantly be deceived. You will constantly be frustrated. You will constantly be aggravated. And therefore, but you don't understand why this is going on and why you feel the way that you feel. And why things is happening the way it is happening. You pray and you call out to God and nothing happens. There is absolutely no change. And I'm going to tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. There are certain things that prayer cannot change. There are things that God has not told you to pray about. God has told you to take authority over it is a difference in prayer, it is a difference in intercession, and it is a difference in warfare. It's a difference. So I've got to be able to know the difference 
know when to war, when to battle, when to pray, when to intercede. And so I got to know when. And not only know when, I need to know how. Because you and I do not want to be like one, as Paul says, uh, is beating the air. And Satan laughs at a lot of our warfare. He laughs at a lot of our intercession. Because a lot of our warfare is asking God to do something that God has commanded you to do. And God can, certain things God cannot do until you and I release him to do it. And so Satan's ultimate goal is to cause you and I not to believe. Because the greatest weapon that he has is causing you and I to doubt and causing you and I not to believe what the Father has already accomplished for us on Calvary. That is the power and the strength of intercession warfare, ladies and gentlemen. Understanding what has already been accomplished. A lot of us know it by theory. A lot of us know it by the Greek word I call genosis, natural intellectual knowledge. But where is the ability to know it experientially? And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to lead you and I into an experiential, not only knowledge, but relationship of the knowledge that you and I know. Once again, those of you that may be experiencing any kind of warfare today, uh, in your marriage warfare, in your mind, uh, so many people during this particular season start experiencing oppression, depression, suppression. Uh, we will break that thing off of you today. You need to be liberated. You need to be free. If you desire prayer, once again, I have a uh, call in. Guest number is uh, 800, not 800, 877 877-537-3321. 877-537-3321. I have a regular guest calling number is Henry Code 347 We are here to serve you. We're here to be a blessing to you. And also, don't not forget that we're having uh, next week, November the 9th, November the 10th, and November the 11th. We're going to be at the Embassy Suites uh, Hotel, the Miami Airport area. The address is 3974 South River Drive. So, therefore, if you have any questions concerning this uh, this encountering the supernatural meeting, you can call area code 305-698-0765. Monday through Thursdays. We're not there on Fridays. Monday through Thursday. Area code 305-698-0765. If you have any questions, concerning encountering the supernatural. Once again, we have two dynamic men of God that's going to be with us, Bishop Demetrius Senegal and Pastor Howard Brigham. Both of these men flows in the supernatural. We believe signs, wonders, and notable miracles are going to break out. We've been in fasting and prayer. We believe that the heavens will be open. We believe there will be angelic visitation. We believe that the sick will be healed, delivered, and set free. We believe that the oppressed will be set free. We believe demons will be cast out. We believe that the kingdom of God will be established in the hearts and the minds of the people. Bring your family and friends, those that is challenged, those that is sick. Signs, wonders, and notable miracles um, will be breaking out on your behalf. We believe that the kingdom of God has come for what reason? That the will of God will be done and performed in your life. The will of God will be done and performed in your relationships. The will of God will be performed in your body. The will of God will be performed in your finances. We are kingdom men and women of God, so therefore the kingdom of God needs to be advanced. Invite your family and friends out to this meeting November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, ladies and gentlemen. That's Saturday. We'll be starting at 4 p.m. So, uh, so those that, uh, that will be visiting us can be refreshed for their Sunday morning service. We will be having prophetic presbytery for those that desire to receive personal prophecy. You must go to our website, ejmpcc.com, and register uh, for prophetic presbytery. 
and that will be an hour and a half before the Saturday 4 p.m. service. We'll be having our prophetic teams there ministering to you. Uh, so, therefore, if you do not register, you cannot receive personal prophecy. Once again, if you do not register, you cannot receive personal prophecy. So, once again, uh, go to the website and register those that desire personal prophecy. Okay. Once again, let's get back to our uh, broadcast today, uh, uh, releasing the supernatural. God wants to release the supernatural into your natural. What is in your life that is natural, that is not working? Then it requires the supernatural. It requires the supernatural intervention, moving ways and sways of the Holy Ghost. It requires. Every church is supposed to be supernatural. You are born again of the Spirit. That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit, John says. Those of you that have listened to me by broadcast and those that have listened to me by way of the chat, you are supernatural. But the supernatural needs to be released in, in and through your natural. And that's what we're doing here in this prophetic training here. We're releasing the people, helping the people to tap into what's already in them. And the greatest hindrance to the supernatural is not Satan. The greatest hindrance to the supernatural is not demons. The greatest hindrance to the supernatural is your natural, your five senses. What you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, and what you feel, that you've been walking in all of your life upon the face of the earth. And the problem is we desire to flow supernatural, and a lot of us have experienced flowing supernatural, but we only flow supernatural in church. Church many times has become one of the greatest hindrance because we come to celebrate on Sunday. We come to experience the supernatural on Sunday, but we live natural Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we come back to experience and walk in the supernatural. Ladies and gentlemen, this must become a lifestyle for you and I. The greatest hindrance, once again, is our natural. Paul made a statement in the word of the Lord to the the Corinthians that they were carnal. They flowed in the gifts of the Spirit, but they were natural. He said, you act like mere men, mere men. So therefore, they flowed and they did spiritual things, but yet they themselves was not spiritual. That is the manipulation. You can have faith to flow in the supernatural, but not have faith to live supernaturally. It is a difference. I'm going to say it again. You can have faith to flow in the supernatural, but not have faith to live in the supernatural. Because you may not believe that it's necessary, or you may not believe that you can do it, that you can live supernaturally everything of your life. But the Bible tells us in the book of Galatians that you and I, that live in the spirit, we should also walk in the spirit. Now, look what it says. If you live in the spirit, you should also walk in the spirit. Now, think about it. The spirit of God is on the inside of me. The spirit of God is on the inside of you. And Jesus and the Father live in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. He said, now since God is in you, Jesus is in you, through the person of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is in you, he said, now I want you to live in the realm that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit lives in. 
Jesus, when he was upon the face of the earth, he lived in that realm. Jesus made a statement that I am in this world, but I am not of this world. I'm in this world, but I am living from another world. In it, but influenced from another world. In this world, but operating from another world. So Jesus came to show us, to model before us, how to live supernaturally in a natural world. He came to show us. He have modeled it before us, demonstrated it before us, and so now he's requiring you and I to live supernaturally in a natural world. He demonstrated it. And I personally believe the things that God has allowed you and I to go through, through this economic, global change that has taken place all over this globe, he's put in demand on you and I to flow, to operate supernaturally. You know the story. One day, Jesus was preaching for three days straight. The people had ate all their food. No more food is left. So Philip came to him and said, Jesus, listen, send the people away into the market so they can get some food. The people, they have no food left. They've been sitting here three days listening to you preach. The Bible said Jesus told him, you give them something to eat. And the scripture says he knew what he would do. He knew what he would do, but he asked Philip, you give them something to eat. But Philip just told him, the people that ate all of their food. But you turn around and tell me to give them something to eat? Listen, if I had a, 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 a hundred pennies worth, I would not be able to feed this great multitude. He said, then what do you have? He said, well, we have a lad here that only have some fish and some loaves. He said, bring it to me. He took the fish in the loaves, he blessed it, broke it and gave it, and it multiplied. It multiplied in the hands of the men, his disciples, that fed this great multitude. Now, here's another key to the supernatural. Now, that's what he did. He took what was present. He did what? He took what was present. What was present? Fish was present, bread was present. So he did not create fish and bread. God is not creating anything else. Everything has already been created. But he can enhance what has already been created. He can multiply what is already created. So what did Jesus do? He took what was already present. And when he took it, what was the first thing that Jesus did? He blessed it. But what does it mean to bless something? Think about it. Think about it. Notice what God said to Adam after he created everything. Adam was the last person that was formed of the dust of the ground. He said, now, I have given you dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. He told him, I want you to have dominion, and I want you to subdue. I want you to cause to multiply. I want you to cause to multiply. So now, now, the original command that God gave Adam 
we see Jesus, the second man, Adam, demonstrating the command that God gave Adam. So Jesus now takes the bread, he takes the fish, and the Bible said he blessed it. Now, you've got to understand this right here. He blessed what God originally blessed. Let me say it again. He blessed what God originally blessed. Now, why did he bless it if God originally blessed it? Because Adam turned over to Satan what God had blessed. What happened? Adam turned over to God what, uh, 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 what God had blessed. Now, did I say that right? I didn't say that right. Adam turned over to Satan what God has blessed. So since Adam turned over to Satan what God had blessed, God had blessed the vegetation. God had blessed the grass of the field. God had blessed the fruit, trees. So God had blessed all of that. So when Adam turned over to Satan, what God had blessed, and what God had blessed is under the authority of Satan, it must be up under the authority of death. Because Satan now is the God of this world. Now, if that is the key, Jesus takes the bread. He takes the fish, and the first thing he do is deliver to is deliver the fish and the loaves from the authority, from the power of Satan. Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. Satan is the king of the kingdom of darkness. So Jesus brought the bread and the fish that's up under the authority and dominion of the king of the kingdom of darkness. And he blessed it. When he blessed it, he now brings the fish, he now brings the bread subject to the kingdom of God. Now that means the bread and the fish is under, fish is under the influence of God, under the influence of the kingdom of God. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? So that should help you and I to understand. When the Bible tells us in the book of Mark, these signs shall follow them in my name. They shall speak with new tongues, lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Why? Because if you and I bring everything that belongs to us in this realm, if you and I bring that thing subject to the kingdom of God by blessing it, then it cannot hurt us. You and I get hurt because we probably get lazy and take it for granted to bless everything that God gives us. That should show us something, ladies and gentlemen. I personally believe if we do this thing right and do it the right purpose and right motive, nobody can break into our homes if we have our homes blessed. If we bless our home, bring our home subject to the kingdom of God, then no enemy can destroy our home. If we bring the vehicles that God has blessed us with, if we bless those vehicles, we, will, we are bringing those vehicles from under the power and the influence of the kingdom of darkness and bringing them subject to the power of the kingdom of God. Are you getting this? 
That is why when Paul was on this particular island, when they experienced shipwreck, and a poisonous snake bit him, bit him, he did not die. Number one, Paul himself is a kingdom man. Paul have demonstrated that he is subject to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Paul demonstrated that he was in this world but not of this world. Paul demonstrated that when he got stoned by his own uh, countrymen, because he was a kingdom kingdom man and had not fulfilled purpose, he could not die because he's a kingdom man. He's not under the influence and the dominion of the prince of the power of the air. He's not up under the influence of the kingdom of darkness. He was up under the influence of the king of kings and the lord of lords. Are you getting this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you getting this? So therefore, I personally believe we understand the principle and apply the principle that Jesus applied in the supernatural, bringing the bread and the fish subject to the supernatural ability, authority, and power of the kingdom of God. When you bring that up under them, what's now? It is the spirit of God now infiltrating that bread, that fish, that home, that car, whatever you bless, whatever you dedicate, to bless it is to give it to God. Bring it up under the influence of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And now it can begin to multiply. There are, in our day and time, I heard of two ministries, I'm sure it's more, that has experienced supernatural multiplication of food. One in California and one in um, in uh, Mexico. This particular pastor invited some uh, uh, some people over. They had two chickens, so they fixed chicken and rice. But more people came over there than they expected. They gave. They they, they said, "Well, we're gonna give uh, give everybody uh, what we have." They kept on giving out food, filling the plates up, but it kept on multiplying in the pot. This is for real, ladies and gentlemen. And the the pot of chicken and rice lasted for three days. Three days. That is living in the supernatural. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. Because he's, he wants to encourage somebody. He wants to encourage somebody. Who's on the line right now that you need the supernatural intervention moving of the Holy Spirit at this present time? Who's in chat? Now, remember, in chat, I cannot see you. I'm on my iPad. We're here in Mount Dora, Florida, doing prophetic training, and I'm taking a break to do this broadcast today. So, therefore, God wants my marriage to be up under the kingdom so there can be a supernatural order. Panorama, supernatural order. Doma, supernatural order. My finances experiencing the supernatural. Are you hearing the Holy Spirit today? That means I can speak blessings over my children, just like Jesus spoke blessings over the fish and the loaves bringing the fish in low subject to the influence of the king, kingdom of God. I could bring my children up under the influence of the kingdom of God. And I've done that. My wife. That does not mean, that does not mean they will not be challenged. They will be challenged. Because the natural is designed to challenge the supernatural. By Satan being the God of this world, he uses the natural. He used the visible. 
to challenge the invisible. Because Satan knows what the scripture says greater than you do. You and I are required by God to walk by faith and not by sight. You and I are required by God to live in the spirit, to walk in the spirit. Satan knows that faith is the only thing that brings pleasure to God. To walk by faith is a walk in the supernatural. So Satan understands that. So what he does? He manipulates the natural to try to get you frustrated, to try to get you aggravated. That's his job. But you and I have to dig in and stand on the unadulterated, infallible word of the living God. That is why God allows you and I to be challenged in the natural, to deliver you and I from being mastered and controlled by our five senses. What we hear, what we smell, what we taste, what we feel, and stand on the word of God. So when we stand on the word of the living God, we will see the manifestation of the invisible over the visible. So when Jesus took that bread and that fish and he blessed it, Jesus was taking natural bread and fish that you can see, you can smell, you can taste, you can feel it, and he brought it subject to the invisible realm of the kingdom of God. So he blessed it, he broke it, he gave it. And when he gave it, and the people gave, the disciples gave it, it began to multiply. That is operating. That is flowing in the supernatural. If you desire prayer, call in. Erico seven eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. That's our guest one eight hundred number. Once again eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. Our regular guest calling number is Erico three four seven two three seven five four nine three. Once again, those of you in the chat, I cannot see you. I'm on my iPad, but we want to release the supernatural in your life. Those that desire it. And one thing I noticed about God, God is not begging anyone to be a, uh, to receive blessings. So therefore, we're here for you. We're here to serve you. But once again, God allowed me to be tested so I could be set free from my natural, so I could flow in the supernatural. I'm going to pray this prayer over you that God will grace you, that God will grace you to yield to the spirit of living God to lead you and I to a place of death of the natural. When I mean by death of the natural, ceasing to depend on the natural, that you can have influence over the natural. Jesus was not dominated. And he was not influenced by the natural. Nowhere in the scripture you even see in, you, you ever see Jesus praying for the natural. When Jesus needed something from the natural, it automatically came to him, or he took dominion over the natural. I always understand a lot of people believe what I'm saying and want to flow in the supernatural, but they don't know how to bring their own natural subject to the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that lives within their natural. The Holy Spirit lives within your human spirit. So this must become a reality to us. And so therefore, when the enemies begin to challenge your body, the enemy has started challenging uh, my body uh, within the last month. I'm constantly speaking and decreeing and declaring that I am, that I'm going to be, that I am. 
I'm calling those things which be not as though they were, because I am. My body is trying to tell me one thing, but my spirit desires to manifest the reality of who I am and what I am. I am healed, I am delivered, I am free, and I am saved. Matter of fact, in this property training on yesterday, that was manifested. Several people had pain in their bodies. One went gradually, other one, two other people instantaneously. The supernatural was manifested over their natural. The supernatural was manifested over their natural. So therefore, my body has been challenging me, and what is happening? My body is challenging the supernatural. My body is challenging my faith. My body is challenging my confession. So therefore, one or two things is going to happen. I'm going to come in agreement with my body, or I'm going to come in agreement with the finished work of Calvary. Somebody is going to win. Either my body is going to win or Christ in me is going to manifest himself, manifest his victory over the challenge of my body. My body belongs to the Lord. And and this is the way you got to see it. The enemy is challenging the Lord God in you, challenging the Lord Jesus in you, challenging the Holy Spirit in you. Now, those of you right now that is listening to me and you're challenging your body, I want you to stand in agreement with the Scripture. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says, God has blessed, blessed us with all Spiritual blessings in heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Then I want you to say, I am blessed. What did Jesus do with the bread? First thing he did, he blessed it. Then he gave it. What I want you to do, I want you to go ahead and make a confession that I am blessed. Say, my spirit is blessed. My soul is blessed. My body is blessed. Now do something that you could not do before. Go ahead. Do something that you could not do before because your body is blessed, your soul is blessed, your mind is blessed, your heart is blessed, your spirit is blessed. Now, what what did you just do? You just acknowledged that your spirit your soul, your heart, your mind, and your body belongs to the kingdom and is up under the influence of the kingdom of God. So therefore, begin to do something. Begin to do something. Begin to do something. Begin to do something. And eventually, keep doing it. The Holy Spirit is working the kingdom in your body. That pain, go. It got to go. That which was distorted is lining up now. It's lining up now. It is getting stronger now. It is getting stronger now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Begin to do something. Begin to stretch. Search for the pain. Ah, my body is a kingdom body. Said, my body is a kingdom body. Said, my soul is a kingdom soul. Said, my spirit is a kingdom spirit. Even now, and Jesus is Lord over my spirit. Jesus is Lord over my soul. Jesus is Lord over my body. It is under the influence of the kingdom. It is under the influence of the kingdom. It is under the influence of the kingdom. Jesus took it. He blessed it. My spirit is blessed. Now, do this right here concerning your finances. Get your wallet. Get your purse, and I want you to bless it. I want you to bless it. And as God's servant, I'm standing in agreement with you right now. I'm standing in agreement with you right now. Get your wallet out. Get your money out. 
We experienced this years ago when I traveled with my mentor, my spiritual father, years ago. And I remember one particular time we was counting the offering after a meeting. And when we counted the money, everybody was getting the money wrong. I mean, nobody got the right amount. But every time one person counted it, it increased. And it kept on increasing until we realized that God was multiplying the money every time we counted it. That is supernatural. So therefore, get your, get your purse, your wallet, or your money in your pocket, get it out. And repeat after me. I bless my finances. I bless my purse. I bless my wallet. I bring this finances up under the kingdom of God. I bring this finances, this wallet, this purse, subject to the kingdom of God. I bless it now in Jesus' name. And I command it to multiply now in Jesus' name. Now, this is what I should have had you do. I should have had you to take the money out and count it, and then when we blessed it, count it again. Signs, wonders, and notable miracles, I release it. Signs, wonders, and notable miracles, I release it. Signs, wonders, and notable miracles, I release it. Someone, I just sense, was challenged with the spirit of oppression. When you made that confession and bless your spirit and bless your soul, and bless your mind, and bless your heart, and bless your body, you experience the liberty of the spirit of the living God. You experienced it. Now, I want you to go walk around in your household. Say, I speak blessings in this house. I speak blessings over this house. I speak blessings in this house. I speak blessings over this house. Go lay hands on the bed that you and your husband live in, sleep in, excuse me, and your children sleep in. Bless that bed. That everyone that lays in that bed, they will experience uh, the kingdom, the presence of the kingdom, the power of the kingdom. Uh, I tell you, this is awesome today. This is powerful today. This half time is almost up. I got to give some announcements. But I want you to take these principles. I want you to begin to apply them. Begin to speak blessings over your car. Your car is not going to get in an accident. It's not going to get an accident. It's under the influence of the kingdom. And the only way to get an accident that God will allow to happen because God is setting you up for a blessing. A divine encounter with someone that you need to meet. But bless it. And watch what God begins to do. Watch what God begins to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to invite you out uh, this coming week, uh, next week. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Friday night at 7.30 p.m. We'll be at the Embassy Suites Hotel Airport. Uh, the address is 3974 South River Drive. 3974 South River Drive. That is 7.30 on Friday, Saturday. We will be there at 4 p.m. Those that desire prophetic presbytery, you must go to the uh, website, EJM. PCC.com and register those that desire prophetic presbytery. We will be there an hour and a half to be able to speak into your life on that Saturday and Sunday morning. We will be back there uh, uh, at the Embassy Suites Hotel at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Those of you that are listening do not have a church home, we invite you out. With, uh, 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 but if you do have a church home, come visit us. Come be with us on Friday night and Saturday evening. Bring the sick. The supernatural is going to be made manifest. Bring those that is challenged. Bring those that the enemy is have oppressed and depressed. The supernatural shall be made manifest. Supernatural healing, prophetic healing, prophetic miracles, prophetic signs, wonders, and notable miracles breaking out. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to be in this meeting. You need to be a part of this meeting. God is moving by his spirit. God is moving by his anointing. So you need to be in this meeting. We're looking forward to being with you uh, this coming week, uh, and, uh, Friday night, Saturday evening, and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. 
Well, this has been your host since we have uh, no one that desired prayer today. Uh, well, we pray that you have enjoyed the broadcast today, and the Lord spoke something to you and encouraged you and build your faith and strengthen your faith. We're going to get ready to get back out here to be a part of the Prophetic uh, 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 Training, uh, which should be over in a couple more hours, and to be a blessing to a greater blessing. Prophet Cassidy out there leading them into uh, prophetic praise and prophetic worship, and that is a powerful part of our prophetic school. Uh, we love you guys. Appreciate you. Do not forget uh, to be with us on Monday evening at 6 to 7, Tuesday at 6 to 7, Wednesday at 1 p.m., Captain myself. Thursday, you'll be with Prophet Cathy at 1 p.m. Friday, you'll be back with me at 1 p.m. And Saturday, next week, we'll be back here. Uh, of course, we'll be having our, uh, be in the midst of our conference, but we still will be here uh, letting you know how everything is going to be a blessing to you. God bless you. Until the next time, this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the, the Master Key. God bless you.